Last week we heard about Jesus's sermon on the mount and we heard about the eight beatitudes. Today Jesus summarizes the beatitudes in two words. Be salt of the earth, be light of the world. Blessedness or the happiness of the poor in spirit is shown in the taste he gives and the brightness he reflects. So also are the gentle ones, those who mourn or regret sin, those who hunger and thirst for what is right. They are known by the taste they give and the brightness of their light. You are the salt of the earth, Jesus says. In Jesus' time, salt was as good as gold. Roman soldiers indeed were paid in salt. Salt was unbelievably valuable as a seasoning and spice as medicine and as a preservative. It was used in temple worship and in sacrifice to God. You visit any family and uh, on the dining table or at any restaurant, you can see these two shakers. One is for pepper and one is for salt. You know, very few people will pick the pepper and, and shake it. But most people, even before they taste the food, will pick the salt and then they will shake it and season the food more because salt makes the food more palatable. Though some persons have been advised medically against salt intake, the importance of salt to man cannot, however, be overemphasized. The best food in the world becomes tasteless and unenjoyable without salt. The earth is like food without salt. And we have been asked to be the salt of the earth, to give taste to the earth. So many people see no reason today to remain on earth, but we have been tasked to give them a reason to stay alive to give taste to their lives. You are the light of the world. Without light, we cannot see the dangers that are lurking all around us and uh, we become easy prey. Light is a beacon, a guide, and a protector. We are privileged to have power 24-7, so at times we don't see the value of power. Until when we get hurricane or a storm and then you lose power for a day or two, then you see the importance of power. Dearly beloved, Jesus came and he is the light of the world. He said, 
and darkness could not prevail against it. He came to dispel the darkness of the world and desires that we live in his light and reflect it in our dealings with other people. Some live in the darkness of error, the darkness of confusion, the darkness of demonic deception. To them, you and I have been called to be the light. Jesus warned us against the sword that loses its flavor and ends up in the trash, thrown out and trampled upon. This is what happens when our life is contaminated by sin and worldly attachments, or when we focus only on our needs and neglect those of others around us. The prophet Isaiah tells the returnees from exile how they can be the salt and light for others. Feed them, clothe them, house them, never turning our back on them. Those willing to help others will receive help from on high, he said. Conversely, those who will not give help should not expect to receive it. The people complain, they murmur. How come that we fast? How come that we pray? How come that we lift our hands in the air and yet the Lord seemed to be adamant to our needs? And the, the Lord says in Isaiah 58, he said, that is not the kind of fasting that I need. The kind of fasting that I need is for you to clothe the naked, for you to feed the hungry, for you to give shelter to the homeless, for you to treat others with kindness, with love, with compassion. That is the essence of letting our light shine among those people. Just as salt purifies and preserves, we are called to clarify and preserve those who come to contact with us. Like the light, we are to guide them along the right path. Light is not hidden. We must let it shine to bring glory to God our Father. We receive that light from God. When each one of us was baptized, we received a light, the candle, the baptismal candle was lit from the paschal candle which signifies the light of Christ. And that light was handed over to us. Receive the light of Christ. Let it shine always until the Lord comes. And when you take a candle, when you light it, unless you blow it off, it's going to burn until the entire wax is melted. And that is how our life is supposed to be. When we receive the light of Christ, we are supposed to keep it brightly burning until our life on earth comes to an end. We receive the light of Christ. Let it shine. Although little it might be, if all of us would light our lights together, 
I tell you, the whole of Thomasville is going to be illumined by the light of Christ. You know, the symbolism I get from the Holy Saturday liturgy, when we have the liturgy of the light over the, the in front of the church, and when the, we, we have the Paschal candle leading us into the church, and when all the lights are off, we enter, the only light in the church is the Paschal candle. Christ enters into the darkness of the world, and we proclaim Christ our light, thanks be to God, and all of us light our candles and immediately there is brightness and then we sing the exalted, rejoice heavenly powers. That should be a symbolism for all of us when we leave the sanctuary of the Lord after the Eucharist. We carry that light outside. And when we are going to diffuse into the environment, into our neighborhood, into our families, we carry the light of Christ, the gospel and the presence of Jesus Christ, his love for us in the Eucharist. We bring it outside. And if indeed we carry the light, our world of darkness, the culture of death will be transformed into the culture of life, culture of empathy, understanding and unity and love. Unfortunately, those who come to encounter Jesus in word and sacrament, as soon as they leave the pew, they are having grudges with one another. And even if somebody cuts in front of them in the parking lot, I tell you the kind of looks we're going to give that guy. And only God knows what we're going to say to them. When you receive the light of Christ, the love, the brightness of Jesus, I expect you to carry that light with you. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine. Let it shine. Jesus gave to me. I'm gonna let it shine. Jesus gave to me. I'm gonna let it shine. Jesus gave to me. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Everywhere I go. I'm gonna let it shine. So this little light of Christ that is given to you, wherever you're gonna go, let it shine. You are the light of the world. You are the salt of the earth. Dearly beloved, we should make our faith, the light of Christ that we receive, the faith, let it be contagious. People should see us and see the love of God. People should see us and encounter in us the power and the love of God. I tell you, your life might be the only gospel somebody will ever, ever read. And if they do not find Christ in you, probably they might find Christ nowhere. Because Christ is the light. And he commissions us. You are the light. 
In other words, Jesus wants us to replicate his mission, to radiate his life in the world. For us to be the salt of the earth means that we are precious in the eyes of God. And that is why Jesus suffered and died for us. We are precious and that we can accomplish that mission by changing the taste of our world. Those who are bitter, those who find life burdensome and hopeless, can we spice their life so they will be happier? What about the preservation of the truth, the gospel, the good news? Salt preserves. Let's preserve the purity of the truth. Let's preserve the purity of the teachings of Christ. Let's preserve the purity of the kingdom of God on earth. You and I have that responsibility. God desires some transformation of faith for all of us that we may come out of the shadows and live in the light and the love of God in Christ Jesus, a priceless, as priceless as salt. God thinks we matter a great deal, so much so that he was willing to choose death that we might be chosen for eternal life. Pray that we might find the same priceless salt and light shining in those around us. What strikes me about the message of today's readings is how much Jesus trusts each one of us, even more than we do to ourselves, by calling us the light of the world and the salt of the earth. He entrusts us with the mission of being a light that illumines the world. He entrusts us with the mission of the salt that preserves and flavors the word with the aroma of the gospel, the mission of being a city of light that attracts everyone to God. What a responsibility. But do not be afraid. His grace is always available for us. Today, let us ask Jesus to turn on the light in us. Even if we have quenched that light, even though we might have the candlelight received that baptism have been quenched. Even though at Easter the candlelight we receive when we were renewing our faith had been quenched. Let us ask the Lord Jesus Christ to switch it back on for us. May the Lord help us to become genuinely the salt of the earth and the light of the world. Amen. Amen.